This is Triple M's Rush Hour with JB and Billy. Thanks to Bluebet. Bet with the homegrown bookie this spring carnival. Bluebet, what are you really gambling with? Dazzy Thomas, Billy Brownless, and we are joined by retired Richmond legend Trent Cochin, whose book From the Heart hits the shelves tomorrow. Cochin! The 300 gamer from 50 out got around, stretching for the distance. Looks damn good, he's got it. Cotchen gets one here at the MCG and he's 300. Rewald flies with abandon. Cotchen, little swivel, snap towards goal. Listen to this. Ah, uh, yes, Trent, welcome in. Have a go at the resume, Bill. 306 games, 141 goals. Probably could have topped that up a bit. <laughs> yeah. uh, three-time premierships. Good. 2012 Brownlow medalist. 2012 yeah. All-Australian. Three times Richmond best and fairest. Mm. Absolutely everything. Coach, welcome. Thank you. I didn't play much footy uh, or good footy to the back end of my career based on those stats. Thanks, days. <laughs> but uh, anyway, the team succeeded, so that was what was most important. You're newly retired. What have you been up to? Uh, Media? <laughs> well, Channel 7 show. I did see that. Come yes, in. Yes. Very good. Uh, well, actually, it was good. Mm. Yeah, it was good fun. It was probably something that I didn't think I could see myself doing, Bill, but mm-hmm. um, thoroughly enjoyed being part of the panel, obviously supported by both Tim and JB yeah. uh, and Joel alongside me. So I uh, had a lot of fun there. Snuck away to Byron with Brooke. Ooh, no nice. kids. So oh, that was... Um, nice. How that long was actually, uh, Just a week. But a week feels like a long time without the kids. Uh, And outside of that, just trying to work out life and what's next, to be honest. So any tips, I'll take them. Well, you're an author. Uh, Well, yes. (laughs) Yeah, that's the other thing you've been doing. Do you call him a co-author when someone helps you write the book? Good man, Glenn McFarlane. Isn't he a good (laughs) bloke? He's a very good man and uh, super grateful for the way that he helped me bring my story to life. And, um, you know, a little bit apprehensive, but excited for everyone to to read on and and hear a bit more about our story. Did you enjoy the process? I did. Uh, I think initially when you're playing, you're probably like, oh, it's a bit of a pain in the ass. Um, don't really want to sit down and talk about, you know, 10, 15 years ago. But I think what you do is you're always sort of in the moment or looking ahead as a footballer, as you would know. And it forced me to reflect on the journey. And, you know, there's been some challenging times. There's been some great times. And, and that's not just all on the basis or on the back of winning games of footy. It's also just the last you have in, in the club rooms and, I think that's what I enjoyed most about the process and and all the people that you've come across through your time. Uh, from the heart, available tomorrow. Tomorrow, tomorrow is the big day. Stores the online. only one coming out tomorrow. Oh, there's another one, but we won't talk okay. about that because it's from the heart, and it is from the heart. It has it to be. It is. Well, I think your book, if you're going to write yeah. a memoir, it has to be pretty authentic to who you are and and what you stand for. So, so. add some mayo. Mayonnaise along the way. <laughs> add a bit and mayonnaise. Mayonnaise. Uh, no, no, no. All truthful. All truthful. Yeah. Because you were made captain at 22, which it's, I didn't realise. That's quite a young. It's young, and that's the reason I've got a lot of grey hair. But well, I've still got hair. So I see the dark <laughs> tan's gone into it. <laughs> tin? I haven't got any tin in there, Bill. Bullshit. <laughs> I've just put a bit of water in it before oh, I go right. in there. Again, Bill, this is radio, not a visual form. I oh, know. 22. Fair to say you were pretty quiet and not media savvy back then. So to go in and, and be captain of the Richmond Footy Club would have been tough times. Yeah, it was. And I suppose you look at all the successful teams and captains that are around you and playing and most of them a lot more mature than you are. And <laughs> you think you have to be this perfect captain for the all the hopes and dreams of your Richmond faithful. Yeah. and. I did a shit job of it to start with, to be to compete, be completely honest with you. Um, but it was an amazing learning curve for me, and I wouldn't change it for the world. Although I probably think that twenty two is probably too young to take mm. on that responsibility. But 
I think what I learned and realised was there were so many great people within our organisation that you could lean on that had different strengths to you. And, and that's probably where my own personal leadership evolved, um, realising that you didn't have to have all the answers. Yeah, yeah. And the club was a terrible state. I remember Spud, the great Spud, he, when he coached there, he said there was bird, um, pigeon poo everywhere. He said it was terrible, the, the actual club itself. Yeah, we had lots of possums uh, yeah. infesting uh, the club oh, rooms geez. and um, I think a cloth or a sheet. Uh, separated our gym to our change rooms and then the massage and ice baths were all open air and roller door would always be open so you'd have a cold for the majority of the year because our property steward wouldn't shut the door (laughs) as much as uh, the late Shane Tuck used to spray him every single day um, Mm. and use some pretty colourful language at the same time. You do touch on the captaincy in 2016 saying how tough it was. When you went back and talked about that, did you realise how much of the time it was affecting you or more in the reflection? I probably knew at the time, like the end of 2016 for me was a moment where I genuinely questioned whether I should be the captain of the footy club, whether I wanted to play footy anymore. So I got to a pretty dark place um, and probably hadn't shared it with a lot of people other than my wife, Brooke, uh, and maybe two or three others um, that within my circle. Because I think as captain, what I thought was that I didn't want to burden anyone with the the challenges that I was going through. You know, I was the worst captain. Dimmer was a crap coach. Mm. He should be sacked. We had a board coup going on at the end of 2016, so we had, you know, them to be overthrown as well. So to think about the transformation that happened from 16 to 17, the enjoyment we had across the year in 2017, and that wasn't just on the basis of of winning games of footy. It was just the everyday and celebrating those little moments, um, which are the memories we talk about now when we get together as a premiership team. Unreal, isn't it? Unbelievable that. Let's go from there. But I didn't know you were a Cats fan growing up, and I was your favourite. That is true. Yeah, you wouldn't put a hooker. You wouldn't put a hockey. And one of my favourite bits of vision, Bill, and you'll know it well, is when he has the uh, the sausage and bread and just down the back of the trailer. It's one of my favourite bits. He probably shattered that I brought that up. Yeah, no, he would be. He's still he's still carrying. Have you met Buddha? Well, I haven't. Well, I met him at one of those family days. Yeah. That, you know. Um, that's a long time ago now. So you came down to Geelong, did you? In your Geelong I think it was jumper. at the Melbourne Zoo that year. Buddha might have been. And you met him I met him there. once there and then he actually texted me uh, leading into my 300th game, which was uh, a nice surprise and um, we've had a few text correspondence since and, and hopefully get to catch up in the near future. He coached Leopold this year to a premiership down there in the Geelong Footy League. He's done very well. Yeah, he's yeah. A good, he, from all reports, he's a good man. He is <laughs> a good fun back there. We're here to talk about Cots though, so hang oh. around after the break. We'll talk about Dusty and Dimmer as you mm. reflect on the big book that is From the Heart. Triple M's Rush Hour with JB and Billy. Who's the fat ball bloke? Trent Cotchin has stuck around. His new book, From the Heart, is available tomorrow online and in bookstores around the country. I think we've seen over the past couple of years how close you are with Dusty, but it mm. wasn't always that way as I read through the book. No, it wasn't. I was probably quick Oh, you to... read through it, did you? I'm halfway through. <laughs> Only got it yesterday. Right Calm right down. Right it's pretty good reading. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I suppose when he first got to the club, you know, he had the like-for-like like Ben Cousins tattoo on the stomach and obviously that hadn't worked out all that well for mm. Cuz at the time and I probably didn't really attach myself or align to someone with that kind of uh, bravado not, and Not so clean-cut picture. image. Yeah. yeah. Um, have you got a tattoo? No, I don't. Yeah. No. Um, Dusty makes up for all mine that I don't <laughs> have. But um, then I suppose going on that journey and understanding more and a bit more about his background and building a, a genuine friendship and relationship um, and going through 
you know, hard times, but also good times together. Um, I learned that we are very much more connected in many ways, uh, other than just, uh, not our appearance. Um, <laughs> and he taught me a lot of lessons. Like he's one of those guys that comes across like, uh, he doesn't want to engage with a lot of people and so forth, but it's more just the fact that he's, he's quite shy and, uh, doesn't really care what people thinks. Um, well, he tells me that anyway. Yeah. Um, yeah, and, and I think what he taught me most was not to d- judge a book by its cover, and uh, that, that was one of the great lessons in that because I've built many friendships with people that don't live their life the way that I do, but they're some of the greatest relationships that I have. Also, Dimmer, which is an interesting one because I assume you're very, very close, and then with the marriage breakdown, uh, Dimmer's marriage breakdown, that just put a wedge there, did it? Oh, look, I think it just created some challenges. Obviously, uh, I love Dimmer and still have a great relationship with Dimmer, uh, along with Danielle and the kids as well, and... I suppose for me, it was more just seeing just the challenges that it created mm. for the family. Um, both Brooke and I looked up to them as, you know, the, the pinnacle of what a, a the, the ultimate family looked like. Yeah. And uh, that obviously uh, broke down. And, you know, it's not like I go into a whole great bit of depth about their relationship no. and why it broke down or anything like yeah. that in the book, um, because that's their business, not mine. But you know, when you build a, a footy club based around family and, and the pinnacle of that is different. Um, it can cause some, some, just some differences. And, yeah. and, and that was definitely a process that we worked through together and shared a lot of conversations, uh, across our time, um, as captain and coach, but also just as mates. Mm. Is there one part of the journey that you've reflected on that you love the most? Oh, I think what I've learned is as good as the good times are, like probably the things you talk about most are the the hardest times. Uh, I think that's what's ultimately made me not as a not just as a player or as a captain or as a leader but um as a human being and and I've learned so many lessons that have and I think your kids are the the greatest teacher as you would know um in life lessons in yep. general and mm-hmm. and so many of the lessons that I've learned through my Richmond journey and part of that being having the kids on that journey has has taught me so much in life and the way that I can be a, a better dad or friend or or husband uh, in some cases, although, um, you know, there's times where I'm doing a crap job of that as well. <laughs> and there was rumours that Dusty may be going up to the Gold Coast. Did you speak to him about that or <laughs> wasn't required? It was all just horse radish? Look, I think, you know, it's all, there's always a, an element of you that loves the idea of the Gold Coast, you know, obviously warmer weather. Melbourne's yep. winters aren't uh, ideal Holy sometimes. Um, <laughs> and and <laughs> I think that there's always that carrot that's being dangled, particularly when someone you, you love and trust goes up there to, to coach the footy club. Um, you know, he has every right to, to contemplate it. I don't think, you know, he's a, he's a very he loyal didn't ask person. You for an opinion? Oh, we had conversations right. around it. Yeah. Um, but I think he's pretty passionate and, and knows that the club's still got some great years ahead of them. Um, and he's got some great footy ahead of him as well. And I think he really does like the idea of making that 300 milestone as a Richmond player. Yeah, very close. I'm not sure exactly what the number is, but um, it'd be pretty special for him to to join that club. You're a very clean cut, good boy. Someone that (laughs) you'd love love your daughter to marry, wouldn't you? You would love uh, Trent to do that. So how did you go with different characters, blokes that like a beer? You weren't a drinker. And they, was it true they want you to come out and have a beer with them? And you say, no, no, I'm sitting home having me a cup of tea. <laughs> it was always the feedback that I got to, to be a better leader. I needed to drink more with the boys and yes, be out yeah, there yeah. and so forth. Yeah. Um, but I think when I, I actually just owned that and said, look, it's just not the way that I love to enjoy my time, but I'll be the first to come and have a coffee with you or enjoy lunch. And um, 
I think just being open and honest about that really helped with just building those connections and, and guys understanding, you know, the why behind the way I live my life and that the fact that we don't all have to be the same to have great relationships. And, um, that took a lot of pressure yeah. off because it was something that I continually wrestled with. Even the feedback that you'd receive from other mentors and so forth, it's like, oh, you know, you're part of a footy club, you have to love a beer and yeah, you have to exactly. get out there with the boys. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I'm really proud that it didn't mean that I felt like I had to change who I was to fit in. Um, I st- stood true to who I was and, yeah. and found different ways to connect with guys uh, on a different level. But those personalities, it was all coming back to, you know, having empathy for each of their situations and the deeper your connections, the better understanding you have of why people live a certain way or make different decisions and showing that support in that journey was a big part of what I valued as a captain well or, or, or friend. The book comes out tomorrow. Now, what are you most after that? What else is coming for you and what are you most looking forward to now you're retired? Yeah, well, um, Bill, you ready? Oh, no, here we go. Media? <laughs> Coffee. Oh, no, I like the idea of media. Oh, all right. If yes. you've got a job for me, let me know. Yes. That would be good. Um, the socks. Oh, no, no not more. <laughs> not more socks. The we're, we're actually shifting. We're not just a sock brand. We we want to exist and be a big part of everyone's positivity during their day. So there's some things coming with regards to that. Uh, we're opening a, a Pilates and yoga studio Ooh. in Essendon uh, called Core Plus Studio. So there's plenty around Melbourne and, yeah, there is, and we're yeah. moving into Brisbane as well. So lots of excitement there. Good. Now I've, got, I've just written down some names. I want one word answers on them, okay? From me? No, no, no one Trent. word. Okay, sorry. Trent. Jake King. Thick neck. <laughs> Oh. That's right. Two oh, yeah, two, yeah. Okay. yeah. Robbie Nahas. Tiny. Really? In stature. <laughs> yes. yeah, yeah, thank you. Jack Revolt. Um great mate. Alex Rance. Freak of nature. <laughs> Freak of nature. Yeah. Sean Greek. In, in footy and yeah, life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sean Greek. All round legend. Yes. I'm going to three. Sorry, I'll, right. I'll push no, the boundaries. No, it's okay, I'm sorry. It's okay. Basha Hooli. Um, I admire Basha and love him. Yeah. You got any? No, that's it. All right, for the what full uh, sit-down interview, <laughs> that, you can grab that on the listener app. Hey, Trent, thank you very much. The hey, new book, From Coach. the Heart, is available from tomorrow online and in bookstores around the country. Thank you very much for your time and all the best with what's to come. Thank you very much for having me, gents. Three-time Premiership captain Trent Cochin on the Rush Hour. Not just a book for Richmond fans or AFL no, fans, or but for everyone. Christmas time too. Make Ooh. sure you grab it. From the Heart is out no. tomorrow. It's the Rush Hour Triple M. <laughs> Triple M's Rush Hour with JB and Billy. You know, it's hard. What was the word then? Hard. It was hard, hard. hard. <laughs> it was hard with about five A's in it. <laughs> What about this man? Good friend of the show, GWS Giants captain and the All-Australian captain from 2023, it's Toby Green. Toby. Now that he's cleared the decks, right forward pocket. I tell you what, surely not. I tell you what, it was worth the wait. What a finish from the captain. Oh, what boy. a year this bloke had, Good Bill. Boy. My goodness, 20 <laughs> votes in the Brownlow, yes. 60 goals, average 18 disposals. And? Unbelievable. All Australian captain, if you don't mind. Toby, welcome, buddy. Hey, boys, how you going? Oh, Toby, you're up and about. What are you doing? <laughs> Always up and about, Bill. Exactly right. And 20 votes in the Brownlow, does that mean you're more friendly towards the umpires 
today? Nah, nah, not really, mate. They just started <laughs> noticing me, um, which was good. You got the All Australian captaincy <laughs> though, so you've had a little bit of time to reflect now on the season after it's all uh, been won and run. Uh, what do you make of the year? Hmm. Oh, I mean, it was it was a good year, but um, when you lose a prelim by a point, it sort hmm. of doesn't leave a great taste in your mouth. So, um, certainly want to want to get back to there and have another crack at um, at, yeah, at winning it next year, I guess. Gee, you're white hot, the Giants themselves, because one, what, 11 different uh, grounds in the competition, you're beating everyone, you go into the finals and cleaned up everyone. So it was a bloody good year, I would have thought, and unfortunately you've got to go back and you start from zero again. Yeah, well, that, that's right, Bill. So, um, yeah, no guarantees that you even make the finals next year. So, no, we know we've got to do a lot of work and, um, yeah, get on a good run at that time of year certainly helps. A bit of luck with injuries as well, so... Um, got to, yeah, got to go again. Yeah. Always interests me when teams go out in the finals, especially when they played as good as you guys did in the back half of the year. Did you review it? How did you go through that last game process as it was effectively the last game of the season? Yeah, we did. We had a little meeting on either Monday or Sunday. We, I think we played Friday night. Uh, most boys were pretty hungover, though, so I don't think <laughs> they took it in. Um, so... No, we got um, we did review it. I went through some key statistics, oh, yeah, sure. and I'm sure. <laughs> Have a listen to it. <laughs> went straight back to captain oh, mode from rap band mode. And he goes, "Oh, hang on, I'm captain here. I've got to be serious." So, I I have got a question for you, Toby Green. Now, yeah, that's yeah. sort yeah. of how the interviewing now, business goes, Bill. Thursday night, you're in Sunbury and you're at a piano bar. Why? Yeah. Why? Um, I, I was just well paying for my um, bets at the races on Saturday. <laughs> so tell us about piano on Evans. You're not a penist, are you? No, I've uh, I've watched it before, but no, I don't know how to do it. <laughs> I've watched it. Have you got any songs you like? Do you like the Piano Man? Rap? Sing us a song, <laughs> your Piano Man. That's not bad, that one, is it? Yeah, so what are you doing there? The green... Look, here it is. All-Australian <laughs> AFL captain Toby Green, a special event with stories and your questions with the green machine. Yeah, I didn't know it was just me, to be honest, when I said yes to it. So um, usually, um, I've done a few of those things where you got a, you know, a couple of experienced heads like, like yourselves, but um, yes, I'm going to have to make it up on my sword, I reckon. You Man. did reference the races as well. You in town for the weekend? You got a runner, I believe. Ooh. Yeah, got um got a good friend's wedding Friday and then um the race is Saturday, so um should be a cracking weekend in Melbourne. Race two, number eight. Yeah, speak. Mm. Seventeen, I think. Sixteen bucks and mm. six each way. Yeah. Bet responsibly. As always. Should we bet responsibly, Tobe? I'll be a good little each way, bet I would have thought, yeah. <laughs> have you been to Sunbury before? Uh it's near the airport, isn't it? <laughs> Make sure you lock your car, I think, is the best advice. Um, You have been about, though. You went up to uh, far north Queensland. Yeah. Yeah, that was good. Yeah, good little trip with uh, with Georgia. um, Yeah, away for a couple of weeks. Who else? No, no one. Just me and Georgia. And And the dog, Oreo. Oh, oh, Oreo. Yeah. Did you (laughs) drive up or fly? No, we drove to um, Goldie and Byron Bay and then flew from there to um, Port Douglas. With the dog? No, nah, he didn't. He didn't oh, come up. Right. Oh, right. yeah, that's lovely. How is Georgia going? Because uh, expecting our first. Yeah, she's um she's going good. Twenty three weeks um today. So um yeah, getting close, mate. Ooh, getting close. Do you yeah. know what you're having? 
Yeah, baby girl. Ah, baby girl. Ah, there you go. Didn't you have a gender reveal party? Nah, nah, nah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? You go to the doctor and I say, Congratulations, you're having a girl. That's a good one. That's a good way of doing it. Instead of all the money they spend now on pink balloons and blue all, balloons. All the money on a pink balloon, you're Well, all that stuff they go through, it's it's quite astounding, Toby, isn't it? Well, I was keen to wait, but Georgia w- wouldn't let me, so uh, she told me on my birthday a few weeks ago. Oh, lovely, mate. Hey, what else you been up to? Nah, not much, mate. Just got back from Queensland then, um, pretty cruisy now in Sydney for going to the Dunkel Cup, actually, in a few weeks. Oh, <laughs> near where I'm getting married. It is. He yeah, might be still it. there. <laughs> Hang yeah. around. Daisy's getting married. Did you get invited? No. I didn't. I, I'm going to recovery, though, I think, aren't I, Daisy? You can certainly come back. <laughs> Bloody oath. Hey, um, what about the Giants over the trade period? Not overly active, but you did secure the big signing of Lockie Keefe again on a one-year deal? Oh, yeah, big king. I just uh, had a game of paddle tennis with him just then, actually. He's pretty pumped about it. Um no, no, it was good. Oh, yeah, we didn't do anything, did we? Um, <laughs> well, you don't have to. You're going all right. Well, yeah, you got to get better though. So we, well, but we got, we did have a lot of young boys um, sort of come through and play really, you know, career best season. So that's where it, that's where it'll all come from again. And um, yeah, well, I guess we're pretty happy. Well, you know, I guess we got a pretty similar team to what we rolled out this year, mm. and a lot of youth in that as well. So. Hopefully, some, some really big improvement. That was slightly tongue in cheek. I know Lockie Keith, but yeah, how many one year deals has he had, Tobe? Seven. Oh, more than seven, I reckon. <laughs> oh. He'd be probably breaking the record. <laughs> He'd have to be, but he keeps fronting up. He does. And he keeps playing a critical role. He does. He well, does. He's, well, he played his way into this team again, second half of the year. And, um, well, he was super important for us just playing that sort of forward ruck role. That's what that's what that's that's what you want to do if you uh, ever come back as a footy player, I reckon. Absolutely. What second ruck forward? Oh, you can you get a fifteen year straight away. I could have done that. <laughs> I could have done that. Well, you, oh, you, couldn't, you couldn't ruck, but you were good at the oh, second very forward. Very had some good touch. <laughs> good touch down Toby's throat. Hey, all roads lead to Sunbury this Thursday, oh, November right. the second. <laughs> Which is actually tomorrow. tomorrow yeah. <laughs> Eight o'clock, piano on Evans, Tobe. I want you to play. Get up there and play. You should learn. Imagine that. If you learn a couple of bars. What, in one day? Well, and he gets up there and people would, that's not Toby. You can't do that. Yeah. The chopsticks, is that what it's called? It's chopsticks, yeah. Tobe? No, I'm not musically gifted, so um, I'll struggle to do that, mate. Right on. We'll stick to what you know and that's footy and we might see you Saturday at the races. Thanks very much for coming on, mate. Easy, boys. Thanks for having me. See you, Tobe. Toby Green, GWS Giants, captain on the rush hour, Triple M. Triple M's rush hour with JB and Billy. Please tell me Bill doesn't get paid (laughs) for serving this (laughs) shit up. A couple of Richmond Premiership stars who could be celebrating another cup this Tuesday. Nathan Broad and Jaden Short join us. The ball will sit for Broad, 50 metres out, twists and turns and gets around Butler. Did it nicely. He might as well pin the ears back and have his own crack at goal. Why not? Nathan Broad. Jaden Short from 55. From 55, another big, long kick that goes straight through the middle. Well, whoever puts that together has done well. A goal from you, Broad. <laughs> yes. You kick a few, yeah. Shorty. But, boys, welcome. 
Thanks, boys. Thanks for having us. Thank you. I'm a bit nervous coming back on after last time, but well, last yeah. time you were on the rush, how you told us about your eight day, <laughs> yeah, your eight day clock, and how it nearly fell off. Which <laughs> very interesting. We got some good info from him, by the way. Well, yeah, Dave, that's why you. I'm a bit worried he's here again. So I don't know what he's got up his sleeve, but here we are. Is there anyone bring that up, or is it just yeah, my beautiful wife? Yeah, <laughs> I end up oh, finding out. Literally, it's cashier yeah. broad. <laughs> last time you were in though, there was the impending birth, and that's all going well. Yeah. Yep, going great. Samara? Yeah. Yeah, Samara? yeah, Samara, yeah. She's uh, three months old now and she's going really well and yeah, everything's good. Can't complain. Got back to Perth? Yeah, got back to Perth for a bit, up to the old man's 60th. IGAs so, or whatever uh, he's got, hasn't he? Yeah, yeah, well, good memory. Yeah, <laughs> it's got Prestier over, got him out of Victoria. Um, yeah, the meatball, how'd he go outside? Yeah, Melbourne. Well, never caught a fish, never been on a small boat, never camped or anything, so it blew his whole mind, got him on crayfish and fishing and he had a great old time. Wants to come back next year. So never it's lived good. Richmond. No, yeah, he hasn't. Exactly. He's never lived. Short. He didn't get invited. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't live in Melbourne either. Too busy. <laughs> what are you, what are you doing Europe? in Perth? You lie because you went to Italy and you got engaged. Yeah. No. Well. Yep. I oh. set sail over to Italy. Got engaged. Yep. Would so. have been romantic. You don't. I don't see you as a romantic type, Shorty. Oh. But run us through how it all went. Oh, I was pretty scared to be honest. It's been twelve years, so I, I bit the bullet. But um. <laughs> Crumbled a few times, pulled out a couple of times, yeah. and managed to bite the bullet one day at the beach. And Wait, you had the ring at the beach. Yeah, had the ring there. Yeah. Where'd you hide it? In my bum bag. <laughs> <laughs> and you went down on, on the, the knee. Oh. Well, I was told that you go to Italy and get pickpocketed and stuff. So I was, I was stressing out for a week yeah. and a half walking around Italy, and um, yeah, I crumbled a couple of times. There was too many people one night, so I pulled out of that. <laughs> Managed to do it early one morning. Well done. She still, said got, still got a standing and ovation hat clap. Oh, you did. Oh, yeah. There you go. Well, that's always How nice. Embarrassing. Your best mate did this. Uh, was did you dirty? You were going to do it on the Saturday, and he got you first on the Friday. Yeah, Fridge Graham. He uh, he booked a night away down Jackalope on the Friday before I left on the Saturday, and um, Maddie and George, which is his partner, good friends, and he um, he proposed on the Friday, and I thought, geez, how am I going to how am I going to get this ring around the Europe for the next couple of weeks? <laughs> Don't want to do it in the same week and steal the thunder, but. Um, I was stressed out for two weeks. I didn't, didn't really enjoy the first two weeks, to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> and what about Sulkin? We've got to ask you about oh, that. Yeah. Probably won't ask you, Shorty. We'll ask you, Nate. Uh, no. <laughs> It'll win. It'll win. <laughs> It'll win. Because a uh, couple of really good runs, but uh, unfortunately last start, I think we've got it here, Rabsy, just mm-hmm. didn't go. Still a good line and they're racing and West Wind blows, hesitated, missed the start two or three. Sulcombe six lengths last early. Then came Francesco Gardi, Montefilia, Sulcombe well back, Duke de Sessa. Further back is Gold Trip, who's 15 off the lead from Francesco Gardi. Then a gap, Sulcombe well back in the field, Montefilia. Narrowly from West Wind Blows and Gold Trip. Fourth right you are with Bardajon, followed then by Valiant King Sulcum. Sulcum, there it is there. But what about we put that on the audio? The boys are swung around. They're watching a race on the last grand annual. I was thinking they're running in the wrong direction. <laughs> you idiots. Uh, that would have been disappointing because you're all there at the track and you would have backed it and you'd oh. hope for a nice little jump out of the barriers. And she just, he or she just got stuck. Yeah, he. We when yeah. we got him over from England, he wasn't great out of the barriers, and right. we knew what we were investing in. But um, yeah, the Caulfield Cup was shocking. <laughs> uh, it was its worst one to date, which is disappointing. And yeah, from there on in, it was it was never going to win. So um, yeah, we keep the same weight going into the Melbourne Cup. Mm. If you're going to look at a bonus ah. coming out of that, so carries a fifty three and a half, and um, yeah, the Magic Man Joey's Ooh. on board now. So um, yeah, hopefully it's all up to the racing gods now. Everything's. Ready to go. The Cup's the grand final, the Melbourne Cup? Yeah, it always has been. Uh, Chris said for us, he said if wins anything else, that's a bonus. And 
we haven't won anything else, so <laughs> hopefully he's right. So, um, but no, nah, yeah, can't wait to get down there and watch it. Just to have a runner um, is unbelievable. Bloody so, yeah, yeah, can't Shorty, wait. Shorty, you had a good chat the other day with the journos. Yeah. yeah. How'd that go? Oh, yeah. Who's well, the jockey, Shorty? I've only just started liking horse racing the last <laughs> week or so. Um, <laughs> Who's the jockey? This, this is a true story. Oh. Two weeks before Sulkin started going good, he goes, Oh, I want to get out of this. How do you sell your share? Oh. Oh, do you, all we do is pay bills and blah, blah, blah. Next yeah. thing it comes and wins paying 25 bucks and Shorty's the first bloke. Oh, yeah, oh, good. Yeah, yeah. We, we got told not to back it that day, so I didn't even put any money on it. Um, <laughs> what are you wearing to the cup? cup oh, I would just wear the stock standard, the security outfit. Nice. Got the, the black suit. Yep. That's stock standard for me, Bill. Don't, Is it? Nothing else? No, I don't venture out like Broad. He carries on in a grey suit. Everything's got a private good. security guard everywhere. Yeah, right? but, yeah. Well, that's it. You know, he carries on and I'm just flying to the radar. Put on just... a nice light suit or something. It's, Bill, I'm, I'm four foot nothing. I can't walk around in that. You know, <laughs> 70 kilos. What are you wearing? Uh, I've got a guy back over in Perth. Our suit vault sorted me out with a nice suit. I thought, oh. you're only in Melbourne Cup once, well, so man. why not treat myself? And then you all watch it together and then oh, imagine if it wins. What have you oh. thought? What are you going to do? Oh. Brody keeps going, Regan, do you reckon it's going to be better than the grand final? Ooh. I'm not sure about that, Broad. It won't beat 17, but it'll top nine in 20, winning the Melbourne Cup. <laughs> <laughs> Complete contempt for who they play. Yeah, they stick around. <laughs> We've got to get to a break, but uh, still plenty more to chat with you boys. More with Nathan this. Broad and Jaden Short next on the Rush Hour, Triple M. Triple M's Rush Hour with JB and Billy. So that's the Warus. I'll tell you about the Warus later on. And... Bill! What? Not a Warus. What is it? It's a Walrus. There's an L in there. Wall? Russ. <laughs> From the Richmond Footy Club, oh, yeah. Jaden Short, Nathan Broad have stuck around because their horse, Sulcum is running in the Melbourne Cup. It certainly is. They're excited about that. But everyone knows, outside of footy and having a Melbourne Cup runner, the most excitement you get is going on your footy trip. How was it? Good. Yeah, it was. Um, I organised footy trips um, <laughs> and all that type of stuff. I think that's why they keep me around. Um, <laughs> so it was good. We had 25, I think, come this year. A lot of young boys never been overseas before, which is pretty wild. So, yeah, it was good. Good few days. Where did we go? I uh, went to Phuket this year, back oh. to Bangla Road. Oh, um, went there three years ago, and it was yeah, it's good. When you were poorly doing the worm down the street, yeah. <laughs> poorly organized. You were getting engaged. I, yeah, I was in Europe getting engaged, so oh. Mrs. put the foot down, and I was stuck over there. Yeah. <laughs> How'd you go with your tattoo when you faced on the lovely? <laughs> oh, you've got some more good mail, Dale. <laughs> yeah. Tell us about that. Yeah. Oh, we were sitting in a circle, um, having a few beers uh, on the beach, and. A uh, lovely lady walked past with henna tattoos, and so I decided I'd get my daughter's name, Samara, tattooed on my foot, um, but spelt with a H at the end. Oh, no. So spelt wrong, and then when we got back to the room, face, FaceTimed the lovely, and she was um, she was a bit emotional. She was having a tough day with the bub. Oh, no. And I thought, oh, and I went, screw it, I'll tell her anyway. So I went, probably not a good time to tell you this. And she goes, oh, no, what have you done? And I said, oh, and she sent it, and she went off her nut. <laughs> you stupid see you this, you that, you barrage. Going, oh, both like, barrels. You, yeah, both barrels at me. And um, then I just went, nah, it's it's fake, it's not real. Oh, it went off again. <laughs> so, yeah, it was, uh, it was good fun. And spelled it wrong. Hey, what about the Tigers? The 13th last year. So, new coach, Adam Uze, very good player. Have we met him, sat down, had a chat to him, yeah. Shorty? Yeah, we have met him a few times now, and, um, yeah, he's pretty uh, pretty excited about the opportunity, yeah. I suppose, and so are us as the players, I guess. Um, yeah, obviously excited for a new voice and obviously a bit of a change. Obviously, mm. last year was a little bit disappointing in the way we went about it. Um, we had a decent change there, and um, I've only ever played under Dimmer, so I'm looking forward to yeah. obviously having Chris Newman back as well. Yes. Um, another new voice there, and... Yeah, obviously Adam coming in and changing a few things, I think it'll be good for us. What's he changing? Has he spoken about game plan, expectation of more defense, more offense, anything along those lines? No, I haven't really sat down with him in particular about what's going to be changing, but 
um, probably kicking more goals would be handy. And I think getting Tom Lynch back yeah, would that'd be, be a bonus. Is he out of the moon boot? I've seen him for a year, I reckon, and he's always got the moon boot on. Yeah, is he, he out of he's out of He's out of the moon boot. Oh, good. So we've been walking laps of the 10. They're not too quick, Bill. No. But um, actually, a two-hour lap with Lynchy. <laughs> but, um, I saw him the other day down to Main Road. <laughs> I had a couple of beers with him in Noosa. He doesn't oh, no. mind a pot. Yeah, can put back a pot. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Don't go in a shout with Lynch. Yes. Uh, what, who else we got there? Oh, we've lost a couple too. Big Soldo. You'll yeah. miss him. Big yeah, Ivan. Big Ivan. No. Avan. Avan. He'll, yes. he'll kill me for saying that. <laughs> Hopefully he's in Adelaide already. Um, <laughs> no, nah, it'll be disappointing. It is disappointing to see him go. The big fella, he's such a cultural man yeah. and um, he's always at every event. And plus, he's, he's a great player. Um, but now we've got big Naismith in. So um, hopefully he can bounce with Nanka, which will be good. Mm. Who else they picked up? Kazitsky. Yes. <laughs> How do you say that, Shorty? Justin Gazitsky. Well done. Yeah. Well done. Um, Justin. I think it's Jacob, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Jacob. <laughs> Justin. <laughs> Hopefully uh, he can come and take a bit of heat off Lynch when he comes back and crash a few packs for us. So he's uh, got a new nickname. Yeah, Justin. Justin. <laughs> but your old mate Jack's out of the side. But we, when we back to loop back to the horse, has he carried on like oh. he owns a thing? I, I honestly didn't know there was anyone else in it except for him. I thought he owned 100% and no. he might have trained it as well. Yeah, you're right. And he... He's carrying on like his chic rewatch at the moment. Um, <laughs> yes. Yeah, I don't know. He's he's got one percent of probably all these horses, and mm. he carries on like he's the sole owner. <laughs> um, he does that. And there's tell us about this photo you're holding up, Daisy, because oh, where was that produced? There's a photo of all the boys in Sulcum. It looks like this would be organised by somebody within the group. So yes. maybe a media outlet's reached out to you and said, "Hey, boys, pick up a story, roll with it through a paper, and you have to carry on like absolute twats." By the look of it. You're all pretend cheering for a horse in the stands, holding race books. Lynchy, what's Lynchy's suit? Where'd that come from? <laughs> he got that at Savers. That's, just... <laughs> That's just a quiet that day at the races. Savers. There just was no one in the crowd. There was no one there. No, that, was a, that was a Tuesday was... morning. <laughs> Piss and rain. Yeah, Caulfield. Oh, <laughs> so who teed that up? Rewalt. Yeah. yeah Rewalt. He, he needed to pay for a share in one of those horses, oh, so he's organised that. <laughs> what about that? Hey, also, Trent Koch and Jack Revolt have got oh, books out. Same right? day. Same day. Which one are you buying and which one are you reading? I don't think I've ever read a book. I've, I've <laughs> honestly, hand on heart, I've never read a book either. Never so read a book. I won't be starting now. <laughs> My some men and what else is there? The Grapes of Rough. What else is there? Sun Tzu's mm. The Art of War. Yeah. So, But if you had to buy one, would Harry you buy Potter. Harry Potter, Trent's or Jack's? Um, well, neither of them need the money, I don't think. No. So I'd probably write, I'd probably read Trent's because at least you know that one's true. <laughs> <laughs> Half of else is probably bullshit. It'd be a bit about him too, wouldn't it? Be in the book. <laughs> Tasmanian legend and all that. You've been watching the Matildas, boys? Yeah, massive fan. How about yeah. the goal from uh, Mary Fowler the other night? Star. It was a cracker. It was a start. Yeah, they're yeah. on fire at the moment. Are they the best team in Australia? Sporting team? Yeah, sporting I reckon, team. I reckon that'd have to be, yeah, from what they've done for obviously women's sport and mm. just for the Australian public in general, um, I reckon they have to be Crowd up there. numbers and jersey sales, I reckon they'd be up there. Mm. Well, you look at the Diamonds, they're one of our they're best. They're very good. They're yeah, very good. If you're wondering where this question came yeah, from, Mary Fowler came up on the TV behind you and Bill saw it and then What's asked you a question. I want to see if the boys take an interest, which they do. When are we back to pre-season? 27th November, we're back. Uh, so, um, what's that, yeah. so is, is it, it tough? Well, we've got a new coach, so I think he's oh, going to want to yeah. Yeah, put oh. us through. Uh, so are you in good, Nick? Do you, does he still do skin yeah, folds? Yeah, still do skin folds. Yeah, so there's a little bit of stress at the moment. Oh. but um, <laughs> Stress. Yeah, he's like a rabbit, this bloke. Yeah, exactly. A few boys yeah, have been a bit more him. worried than I am. But um, <laughs> no, nah, there's obviously a few nerves coming back to preseason. Oh, They're always going to – every time you finish a season, they say the next preseason is going to be the hardest one. So um, 
Nah, they're always good. I mean, I, I prefer pre-season than training by yourself, to be honest. Mm. You never really know how you're going. And just getting back into the club, you don't need to play on the weekend and just have a run around with the boys and get fit. What's the main test you do? Is it 10? 2K. Mm. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We used to do 3K. Um, we've dropped it back to a 2K. Who wins it? Big Timmy Taranto yeah. won it last year. Did he? Yep. Good. It was his first year at the club, so I reckon he was showing off. So, yeah. What did he run? Um, he ran a 6.14. Big cute. Macintosh yeah. was behind him. Don't you pretend. No, you. I didn't. I only ran a 6.08 once. Hey, boys, <laughs> all the very best we sold Tuesday, them. Tuesday, yes. yes. Uh, we hope that uh, it goes on and jumps out the barrier and you get to salute and have a bloody good time. We appreciate you coming in. No, thanks, thanks, boys. boys. Cheers. Jaden Short, Nathan Brown. Nathan Broad, oh, I should say. Hey. The Rush Hour. <laughs> well, Nathan Brown, Nathan Broad. Nathan Brown. Yeah. Both Richmond superstars. It's the Rush Hour, Triple can, M. Can you say stupid C on it? Triple M's Rush Hour with JB and Billy. I think it just went awry from there. Awry? Mm. No, it wasn't awry. <laughs> <laughs> on the listener app and on your radio, this is Triple M's Rush Hour. James Brayshaw, Billy Brandless with Daisy Thomas. And right now we are joined by Sydney Swans recruit and one of the nicest guys in footy, Brody Grundy. Spiralling nothing. Oh, Grundy! Humongous! Water the front collects. Handballs to Grundy. Snaps from 30. Splits the middle. He's just set it up top of the square. Pendlebury can't hang on. Gundy! Gundy! He's kicked the sausage! What the bloody hell's going on? Brody Grundy has kicked a goal with four seconds left. Ah, Bill, I promised you some big guests. And I have delivered. But I'll tell you what else. When this bloke wandered through the doors in 2013 at the Pies, I declared to everyone who would listen that he was going to be an out-and-out star. And wasn't I right? You were, indeed. Hey, welcome, Brody, to the Rush Hour. Thanks for coming in. Thanks, Bill. Thanks, Daisy. Good to be here. And what are your first impressions of Daisy back then in 2013? Oh, well... Um, Did I talk uh, to you? I was a young 18-year-old, <laughs> no, no. <laughs> young, young so um, he was in uh, one uh, said rat pack, oh, yes. as, they, as, they, as they call it. Yeah, so the I, naughty boys. I, I tried to... Um, Get right under his wing. <laughs> um, no, it was good. You had a bit of a, a troublesome ankle during that time as well. Um, he could he could actually push it on the bench press. Oh, I remember he could actually lift some weights. So no. um, him, yeah, it was impressive. I started actually. throwing him around for a bit there. Yeah, see, yeah. this is good. This is why I got him in a nice pump up for himself. <laughs> exactly. Um, plenty going on in your life, mate. Uh, what's the latest? How are you? How, how are you things? feeling? Yeah. yeah. Um, how am I feeling? I'm feeling good. I was just saying off air. It feels a little bit unusual though to be in the uh, in the studio this time of year. Usually I'm doing some sort of extravagant <laughs> trip. Last year I was in Morocco and uh, south of Spain. So, oh, um, Marrakesh. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, we, yeah, we went, we went there, and um, but mate, there's nowhere else I'd, I'd rather be than in the Triple M Rush Hour. Oh. Right so um, I've, I've penciled this in, yeah, and looking forward to it. Oh, exactly. Now, now tell us, um, when do we go to Sydney? Yeah, yeah. So obviously, you're going up there to the Sydney Swans. Have you had a look? Because I've had a look at the rentals up there, <laughs> Brode. This is the research he's done. For this you, is Brody. the research I've done. Here they are, right. You've actually, and just everyone at home, he's literally printed out yeah. about four or five pages from what I can see. So you can go to Rose Bay, Double Bay, or Summer Bay. Yep. That's home and away. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So you can go to Double Bay, four bedrooms, three bathrooms. This is to rent a per week, 4200 Yeah, I'm speechless. Righto. 
We can go to Vaucluse. Oh, 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 there we go. Very nice. It's uh, four beds, three bathrooms, 5000 a week, but the bond is also 20 grand. Wow. Yes. <laughs> or Piper, a Point Piper. <laughs> Actually, it's just Point Piper, not Piper, Point Piper. <laughs> and that's only 2600 a week. Ooh. So have you had a look at the yes, rentals? Yes, yes, I have. Because um, you move around a little bit, so we're thinking you mightn't want to buy straight up. You've got to have a, a rental. Yes. Well, we're, um, well, funnily enough, we've, mm-hmm. we've been pretty settled in, in Melbourne for the last sort of 11 years. And I can't say 12 months ago I was uh, picturing after my first <laughs> trade that I'd be yeah, getting traded again and, exactly. and going up to Sydney. So we've found a little uh, rental just um, in, in North Bondi, which is oh, a, a, oh. A, a great little spot to, to land. And we'll be uh, settling in there the first sort of six or 12 yeah. months and um, only 10, 12 minutes from training, which is Beautiful. a little bit different to the drive out to Casey, which is um, <laughs> oh, which, we're, which we're doing A, li- a little bit different, year. North Bondi fish and icebergs <laughs> and Subway in uh, Narriwarra. But take us back because we were having a chat yesterday when we knew you were coming on. How did it all finish up at the pies? Because it seemed like it was pretty abrupt and a bit of a shock. Because, if I can say... I remember watching, you're the number one ruckman at Collingwood. You were flying. You had one or two bounces against the Crows one day, kicked a nice little... In the pissing down rain. Yeah, in the wet. Gave one to Trelaw, got it back, bounce, goal. Like, you're on fire. <laughs> then another time you kicked that goal in the goal square, close game against the That was tight. the one we heard, JB yeah, calling. Yeah. You were on fire, number one ruckman. What happened there at Collingwood? Yeah, yeah, it feels like um, a lifetime ago now, but it was only really, yeah, probably only really 12 months. Yeah. So um, it goes to show how uh, how quickly the, the landscape does move. Um, I think, yeah, the, just the, the team continues to evolve and um, I was, uh, well, had played my last game on the Anzac Day, so that's why it probably feels like yeah. so long ago, 2022, yeah. so... Um, and then, yeah, just some great team performances and we have, yeah, some other quality Ruckman there at, at Collingwood and, um, yeah, just yeah. missed the rest of the season through injury and, um, it was probably in the, in, in both parties best interest to, um, to, yeah, explore that trade and went to Melbourne. Mm. Do I remember cor- correctly though, that you said you wanted to stay or uh, you were hopeful? Yeah. I mean, I think in, initially, you know, when I signed my long-term contract that I, I didn't think that I'd be, you know moving from Collingwood, yep. but as things sort of eventuated, it was, yeah, probably the right thing for, for, uh, for both, uh, parties and went across the road and mm. went to Melbourne and, um, yeah, 12 months on, I'm, I'm tr- to trying to get and going to Sydney. <laughs> but that was strange f- from outside and we got no idea. Okay. But you go to Melbourne and they got Max Gorn, who's the number one ruckman. And obviously you thought, come on, you- Bill. Well, <laughs> he's so f- <laughs> I think he did. That's fair. No, but it, well, he's the number one ruckman going around, and then you go there, and we go. Why would you go there, bro? Yeah. Well, and Max, Max is a great player. Yeah. Um, and I and I can get that. I sort of made myself redundant there, didn't I? Yeah. <laughs> um, no, Max. Um, well, Max is just incredible, to be honest. When sort of going through that re- recruitment drive and. Um, and, and Goody and yeah, the pitch was, yeah. was, was great and, um, really invested and, and, um, wanted to really see that through. But yeah, as I said, sort of with, with Collingwood, things can change and you've got to be agile when these, uh, these, these times built, you, oh, you can't stay uh, static and you've got to be flexible. And, um, yeah, I, I think the industry has evolved a lot and you've got to be able to have those mature, honest conversations at the right time and, 
and um, yeah, it was probably again in in the best interest for for both parties again. So um, hoping uh, that it's really yeah. fruitful up in Sydney. So what, what was the discussion though? What was the sell? Was it like we all expected again from the outside that it was you know one two and away you go? Well, I think from from my perspective, um, just being so settled here in in Victoria, um, the the appeal of of being so close to home and and being you know not too disruptive. I'm studying as well a master's at, at Melbourne Business School, so there was a, a few other factors at play, and um, I suppose that's one of the things that um, you know people don't really consider about yeah. the football players that they've got other elements of their life that they need to consider other family and, and their jobs and their mm. careers and their aspirations. So it's not as simple as where does Brody Grunny want to <laughs> play and get minutes. So, um, yeah, it's a, uh, it's a, uh, it's a, it's a funny one. And I mean, how, how did you find it sort of Daisy moving to, to Carlton and, um, he went yeah, for the money, your, your, your transition, <laughs> well, <laughs> you, no, because it is true. Like everybody has different sort of, factors that they need to weigh up. And this is why I sort of posed the question off the top. How are you? Because, uh, you know, in my experience of being sort of wound up at the end and a, a contract that was taken away and an offer that I couldn't really refuse from a, a team up the road as opposed to staying, but there's no doubt throughout my time that you lose a bit of love for the game. You lose why you play the game. And I think you sort of have to try and reinvent why you do. Did mm. you have those did you have that? And again, you know, it's it's twelve months on now, and I guess you're going through yeah, it all again. Yeah, not not so much at, at Collingwood. Um, my last, uh, just unfortunately, my last um, or six eight months was I was I was injured. Yeah. So, mm. um, I was blessed though to be a part of um, the inner sanctum during that time, and we can see now, you know, yeah. uh, only twelve months on that they they go and uh, pinch the the flag. So, um, yeah, full respect to. Collingwood and, and, um, what they're about. They're a great organization. Um, but, uh, coming around this year, so what was your question? I well, no, no, it was just, it was, yeah, you yeah, lost yeah. any love for the game, but yeah, you, that's right. Well, yeah. well, well, you know, playing, um, playing VFL. Yes. Yeah. You know, it's pretty sobering when you, when you get dropped Daisy and, and Bill, yes. um, I don't know if you ever got dropped. Bill, oh, but, mate. Um, <laughs> Every once. second week. <laughs> <laughs> I had a bloke called Ablett that was kicking. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, it's tough and yeah. you know, it's, um, the, there's that identity piece as well, which, you know, a, a big part of what we do is our, is our jobs. Um, and, uh, we get a lot of satisfaction out of that. And, and when that isn't, uh, you know, where we want it to be. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's hard to reconcile. And, you know, for me, sort of getting towards the uh, end of my uh, career or closer towards the end, I want to be able to maximise uh, my time playing AFL footy. I can't believe you played 17 games this year for Melbourne. Honestly, I would have thought you might have played eight or ten. Played seven. This, this, this is a roast. <laughs> no, it's not. Because that's not a bad year, 17 games. Mm. Four in the VFL. And they tried to play up forward, and you're playing out of Casey. And honestly, I remember watching it one day, and you're going, "What are they doing with him? Like fair dinkum." Like, and you feel like honestly felt for you. So was there a time when maybe you're driving out to mm. Casey, and it's windy and all that, and you say, oh, yeah. "This is a time," and 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 this is the moment that I'm going. I'm not going to play with the demons next the, year. Yeah, Bill. I, to, honestly, I I didn't think that. I didn't have that thought. Right. Um, I try and, and and I speak about like the industry as a whole sort of evolving and I think it takes two, you know, the, the players have got to have, have got to buy in as well. And 
Um, the way I've tried to conduct myself is just to be as professional yeah. as I can be. Um, I'm, you know, at the time employed by um, the Melbourne Football Club to come in to train, challenge Max at training. Um, you know, try and play on Stephen May and Jake Lever <laughs> yeah, in the yeah, forward line, yes. and um, you know, and and that's the other the other thing you've got to try and see the uh, the light in those opportunities. Um, it's a matter of perspective and, and framing and. I thought, you know, I'm not too old to um, to throw in the towel. I actually did yeah. want to really give it a go and, and see if I could, you know, mm. come in and play finals and, and, and kick some goals. Yeah. But, um, you know, it, it wasn't to be. Mm. How did the chat go, though, with the Ds? Was it you that broached it or did they come to you and say, look, you know, we came with this idea, it didn't work out? Run us through that. Yeah, I think um, we just sort of had a, uh, a mutual sort of conversation towards, towards the end and a lot of it was um, – Going along in, in the background with my with my manager Robbie Durazio, who did a you know fantastic job at sort of brokering brokering that. Um, but I just sort of spoke to Goody transparently, and we were having conversations all the way through. And um, hand on heart, I yeah don't have a bad word to say about Melbourne. Yeah. Um, I think um, yeah the the people there are, are fantastic, and um, yeah, I, for for all it's worth, I actually really enjoyed my my time there. That's just. Good. My two hours on the weekend um, wasn't where I wanted to be, and I'm here to play AFL footy, yeah. so that's what's uh, led me to to Sydney, and I'm looking forward to Bloody really, uh, really making it there. Sydney what? not via Port Adelaide? Was that a viable option well, at any the, point? Because you're an Adelaide boy. Go home. Factor yeah, might have been mum there. Was, mum was a bit flat. Bloody um, yes. <laughs> yeah, mum was a bit flat, but um, ultimately we just we felt, uh, for me and my partner, that it was – yeah, the best thing for my footy, um, yeah, up in Sydney. So yeah. we're, we're pumped. Hey, stick around. We've got plenty more to talk to you about after this. Triple M Rush Hour with JB and Billy. Blindfold oh, fat. He can't get around his massive nah. melon. This is Triple M's Rush Hour with JB, Billy and Daisy Thomas and Brady Grundy. The Sydney Swans star recruit has stuck around to discuss his move from the Ds. What about the media hype? Do you... Buy in? Do you listen to the radio? Do you read the papers and like? Because there's a lot of Brody Grundy stuff being written. <laughs> there's a lot of been written for someone who's playing in the twos. Here. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, there was, mate. Yeah, <laughs> uh, it's 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 hard to escape. Bill, yeah. I think um, yeah. in this modern age, you know, the TikTok algorithms and and whatnot. Um, the what? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. I think it's hard to escape, but you've got to you've got to. Uh, you can't keep your head in the sand, you know. You, you've got to have a, a finger on the pulse, you know. Um, it, it would be remiss of me to think that um, I can just exist in a, in a vacuum, you know. You've yeah. got to know, particularly when there's quite significant narratives being spun about you, you've got to sort of have a, um, a finger on the pulse for when you get interviewed on the Triple M Rush yes, Hour. Exactly. So you can have a seat at the table and be informed. Well done. <laughs> Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, it's, and Daisy would be able to speak to this. You've got to be able to compartmentalize that. And I think as I'm getting older, you, I'm able to do that a lot better. And, you know, I'd love to hear from you, Daisy, how you found that through, you know, even funny your, about you, your, your transition, even to, to Carlton, you know, arch rival of Collingwood. And I'll tell you what I did. I turned Twitter off for a very long time, Brody. <laughs> and because Twitter it was a different 
Twitter mm. hits different. Oh. Twitter is, is... Twitter is scathing. Is it? Yeah, they, yeah, they so don't Insta's miss. all right? Insta, well, you can block words on Insta. Oh. So like sell out, dog, oh, rat. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. they were the ones that I took out. So <laughs> yeah. it looks like everyone likes me, but yeah. it is. Yeah, the feedback comes quickly and from very many angles. Yeah, it, it does. And it's something that... Um, oh, it, it's a double-edged sword because we are so uh, contactable. We're only, you know, a keyboard away yeah. or, a, or a screen away. And... And uh, that's been fantastic. I've I've really loved that about the opportunity that I have as an AFL player. And when you I are quite prolific well, on there. Well, when the I came into and... um, Collingwood, mm. uh, the big beast that Collingwood is, it was really encouraged that players should you know get on board and and you know mm. um, have a brand on on social media, have a platform um, because you can reach so many fantastic people yeah, yeah. and fans and engage with them and, and hear their stories, but it does come with a downside and um, we don't have to look too far to see how um, that can impact Body um, players, you yeah. know, emotionally, mentally. And um, I think we just need to be conscious of that at times. Um, Wikipedia is always interesting. So <laughs> oh, I'm going to no. throw some things at you here, Brody Grundy, <laughs> that I've heard rumours about you. Strap yourself in. Well, I think, I hope there's... <laughs> A cat? Is there a cat on there? I walk a... Uh, Hang on. Okay, I won't even. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm going to steal your thunder. No, no, you go. yeah. You go. Righto. Is it true you spray paint trains? <laughs> Under an alias, Bill. <laughs> oh, there we go. Yes. So, what's your tag? No, not 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 anymore. In a, in another life. Yeah. Bill, in another life. Did you? Yeah. All, all legal, of course. Yeah. Yeah. How's that legal? Oh, well, you get permission from PTV. Um, oh, righto. <laughs> Put your oh, balaclava so on it's good, it's good, good spray painting. No, no. I've um I uh my mum was uh a photographer and, and um painted growing up and Arty. um yeah, it's just something that I've Great. obviously been interested in off field and when I moved to Melbourne, that's obviously a, a flourishing uh scene here is the, the, the graffiti sort of street art scene and yeah. Got a big appreciation for it, Bill. Oh, good. Uh, you're very, uh, very intelligent. You can tell by the way he answers the questions. I don't know if we've had too many footballers that answer it so well. <laughs> so off field, what are you doing? A Bachelor of? He's um, doing a Masters. Oh, a Masters of? I ticked that off, Bill. That was yes. What is that? Ago. And what are you going to become? <laughs> what are you going to become down the track? Uh, well, it's it's there's no there's no finish point, Bill. Right. It's not you become. It's we are becoming. It's it's there's no finish line. Oh yeah. Go so on. What, give you me, give you more of this. Give me more of the profound years. stuff. <laughs> you go to uni for fifteen years, do you? Nah. So uh, the plan was to come out of uni and did the bachelor, the health science. Wanted to be a physio. Yes. And then I was, you know, in the playing footy for. A long time, and I thought, well, okay, there's more to the world than um, you know that health discipline. Yes. Um, so I met some interesting people and had some great mentors, and they suggested, why don't you try and develop um, some of your business acumen? So I went down. Um, I'm now doing a masters of business admin at uh, Melbourne Business School. So we'll finish that wow. uh, term one next year, and interested in sort of wealth. Wealth management, funds management, strategy consulting, that sort of um, that sort of space. So mm. some good opportunities. Some I'd like to, yeah. I've got a business. You can come follow, away from follow, me. Follow, follow down that. So, uh, and, and the last one, bro. Do you walk a cat? <laughs> you found it. You found it. Uh, no, never, never walked a cat with a pink lead. And uh, I did drive a Vespa, but never walked a cat with a pink lead. I have heard that one. Have you got a cat? 
No, I don't even have a cap. Oh, so. there you go. I don't know where that came from. Yeah, what know. about, so you're off to Sydney <laughs> in the next month or so. Have you knocked around with any of the D's boys? Taylor Adams going up there yeah, as well. Tay, tay. What's the, the last bit of the transition period look like? Um, the D's boys, yeah. I uh, I caught, I just had lunch, just come straight from having lunch with Alex Neil Bullen. Um, so as, as I said, some some great characters there. A lot of them are overseas at the moment, but um, yeah, just had, had coffee and keep in touch with a few of those boys. Um, spoke to Tay, obviously, who's coming out to Sydney as well. And um, yeah, I'm really excited about yeah. what that looks like for us uh, on field there, which Ooh. will be um, really exciting for the for the Swans fans um, and, and for me personally as well, having a um, someone that I've played a lot of footy with straight off mm. the bat. I don't really know too many um, yeah, guys at, at Sydney. So yeah, looking forward to having someone day one that I've obviously played a lot of footy with. A good young midfield too. Ooh, oh, yeah. Broads, that'd be nice to work with. Nice small ground. You could ruck all day. <laughs> You're keen, Bill. I want to see you do yeah. well, mate. Nah, same, same. Yeah. So do I. So, um, yeah, smaller ground, yep. contested. That's yeah. sort of my sort of brand. So, hopefully, yeah, stay out there as long as I can and, and have some impact. <laughs> and the body's all good for body, the Swans fans listening. The body is 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 very good. Um, hitting hitting the pool a couple times a week, just trying yeah. to look after those joints um, and, and starting to yeah get into that training off season. So day one, um, I'm in good shape. Good on you. It's been very interesting chat because. You are too intelligent. Is he the smartest bloke you know in football days? <laughs> in this room. Um, yeah, not hard. In football, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and, no. Uh, all, yes. no, but you've always had one eye on, obviously, the athlete side of it, but also what comes after that. So it's very admirable. And you don't do a lot of media, so we are very thankful of we you are. giving up your time, coming in, speaking so honestly. And from the bottom of my heart, and I certainly, yes. the Rush Hour and Triple M family, we want to see you go up to Sydney and dominate because your best footy, I think, is still ahead of you. And we'd love to watch on and hear you doing and dominating the scene. So thanks very much for coming thanks, in guys. and all the best. Thanks, guys. You, Appreciate it. Sydney Swans star recruit Brody Grundy on the Rush Hour, Triple M. Triple M's Rush Hour with JB and Billy. Bet with the homegrown bookie this spring carnival. Blue Bet. Download the app for iPhone and Android. What are you really gambling with?